Angelina. And Brianna. And welcome to the Discuss the Coast podcast. Where we discuss all things millennial and Gen Z, hosted by two 2000s cuspers. Today, we are diving into a pretty serious topic. Mm -hmm. We want to discuss all things mental health. Yes, we do. Um, Just a fair warning. We are not professionals. Uh, We did our own research. So just take what we say with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mental health is such a big, complex issue. It's not just so black and white. If you are very concerned, you should reach out to the proper sources, Mm -hmm. which can be parents or at school, or we can even provide some national helplines to help you. What are some of the best ones to reach, Angelina? Um, so there's the National Suicide Prevention Line. It's 1-800-273-8255. And then there is the SAMHSA National Hotline. And that is 1-800-662-4357. And of course, there's a crisis text line. And then you can just text it at 7417 Four one. Mm-hmm. And if you or anyone you know needs help, definitely reach out. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about why it's so important to do so. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's just start off with the general definition of anxiety. So mm-hmm. um, people with anxiety disorders frequently have intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about literally every day situations and often anxiety disorders involve repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety fear or terror that reach a peak within minutes also known as panic attacks um i'd say like with anxiety it's more of the what if that's like a big thing with anxiety oh what if this happens what if that happens and then you go down like there's like a snowball effect and it's just not real sometimes it might seem like it's real but you have to remember that it's easier said than done most of the time but Mm -hmm. um it's just we'll get into like how to cope with that later but it's just for anxiety in general it's the what if yeah anxiety is hard because everybody it's natural to feel exactly anxious sometimes Mm -hmm. yes and it's a normal emotion of course it's valid yeah Mm percent But even if you aren't necessarily in danger to other people's perspectives, Mm -hmm. if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah. And so that's something to really work on. And it's not just something that's you feel it like once and it's like, oh, my God, I have anxiety. It's It's not really the same thing. You're just there's a difference between anxiety and being anxious. Those are two separate things. All right. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people, especially for Gen Z, it's like um changeable like interchangeable they think Mm -hmm. that just because you're being anxious you have anxiety it's not the case and no yeah same goes with depression you know like just because you're depressed doesn't mean you have depression there's feelings of sadness and such but yeah depression is a very heavy complex Mm, all kind of feeling i need like all mental illnesses pretty much are very complex (laughs) Yeah, and with these, with anxiety and depression, it's so broad, and there's mm. so many different, like, disorders, categories yeah. mm-hmm. underneath them, because mm-hmm. there's, like, a trillion different anxieties you yeah. can have, like, social anxiety, generalized anxiety. Yeah. I think there's, there's a anxieties lot. Yeah. for, like, specific things. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so much, yes. and it's kind of 
scary to think about. There's, I think there's anxiety for each different worry, I'd say. Pretty much. <laughs> Which means if you're ever, you know, there's there's an anxiety for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, depression, that is a very big topic lately, mm-hmm. especially with being locked in so much. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But depression is more than just being sad. It's really, yeah, it's true. It's. I was thinking of The Office. Really? You remember when he's on yeah. the roof? Yeah. Isn't that just a it's word for feeling bad or something he said? Do I, you ignorant slut is what people said. <laughs> anyway. So depression, we'll get to like the definition now. So it's a mood disorder that makes you feel constant sadness or lack of interest in life. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, of course, like feel sad or depressed at times. It's normal, uh, to, um, it's a normal reaction to loss or life's challenges. But when intense sadness, like, uh, feeling helpless, hopeless, and worthless, these last for like many days to weeks and keeps you from like, it's like a hindrance basically. And it may be just more than sadness. Sometimes, um, depression and anxiety, like, kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, like definitely. anxiety can like snowball into depression sometimes very easily. Yeah, because of that worry and that kind of just stops you from doing things, and then you're just depressed. And mm-hmm. and depression is very long term. Mm-hmm. These are all chronic. It- these are all pretty chronic. Yeah, these are stuff that people wor- worry or deal with mm-hmm. for months, if not years, mm-hmm. which is very sad. It really is. So let's see how, like, the generations are with mental health. Um, So millennials, like, 19% of adults uh, experience mental illness. And I think this is a huge increase from last year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I guess, relates to, like, the pandemic in a sense, maybe. I would say so. But I feel like the generation as a whole has Mm -hmm. been so much more... I guess, diagnosed with mental health mm-hmm. than previous ones. And yeah. it's probably for a variety of reasons. Yeah. It's, I think it's gotten like pretty normalized, don't you think? Like mental health, like in general, it's like not really a taboo anymore. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why yeah. the diagnoses are so high. Mm-hmm. Because back then, people wouldn't seek out help mm-hmm. and they wouldn't even know that they had depression. Yeah. And then the number wouldn't have been marked off. That's why they say for mental health the numbers are probably much larger than mm. they're they can statistically count mm. because so many people don't get help or some people yeah. don't even know what they have mm-hmm. like it can take a while to figure out what is going on inside of yeah. you mm-hmm. it's not a it's not like because there's no physical symptoms usually not really sometimes they can present physically but that with like, like anxiety really like yeah. yeah, like panic attacks, mm-hmm. that'd be physical. Yeah. But usually with the mental health, there's no thing for the doctor to be like, oh, you mm-hmm. have this, so check you have a broken arm. That's it's just, not like that. it's not that easy. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was. It, yeah. it would make life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. no. And so I think we do have higher rates, but I'm not 100% sure if it's because we are necessarily more mentally sick um yeah so like millennials like they tend to have like higher rates of depression than other generations 
It's kind of yeah. sad. And I know burnout is like huge for the huge. I've heard so many people talk about burnout. It's mm-hmm. not even funny. Yeah. And it's usually <laughs> kind of correlates with their jobs, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. Burnout is an interesting topic because I think it's both internal and external. Burnout is when you are constantly working and constantly stressed and it's just too much all the time. And at some point... There's like no breaks whatsoever, right? Yeah. At some point, you're just done. Your fire has it's out. It's out. It's out. Your fire's out. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting. Most yeah. of the people, when they say they have burnout, they say their creativity is gone. They say they are exhausted. They say they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. They say they are so overworked, so stressed, and it's so tired. Mm. And it's really sad especially since a lot of these people are in varying jobs so it can happen in any job easy quote-unquote or not Mm -hmm. yeah and because of this burnout a lot of people especially millennials which we talked about in our job episode Mm -hmm. or workforce episode was that they don't mind switching careers they don't mind putting themselves first Mm -hmm. when it comes to mental health because To them, it's just so important to have a good work-life balance, to Mm -hmm. have a good mental health, Mm -hmm. and to prioritize these things. So when people are starting to feel burnout, a lot of people these days quit their job and claim it's for their mental health. Mm -hmm. And this has been happening a lot, I feel, especially in this last year or two when it Mm -hmm. comes to quarantine. Because now you're, like, stuck. So, Mm -hmm. you know, with your job... Now you're stuck inside. You're stuck doing this job. You might lose your job. It's very stressful. Mm -hmm. So if you were going to change, I would say now's the time to change. That's true. But the problem is, is a lot of people, even though they're burnt out from working hard, a lot of people are struggling with money. And there is a very strong correlation between mental health problems and people who are in severe debt. I believe it. Which not surprising at all. I mean, it's it's. Debt is not fun. Uh, it's really not. College students mm, yes. can say that. Mm-hmm. Money is probably, there's the saying, money is the root of all evil. And I think one of those evils is needing it. Because, of course, <laughs> yeah. Having to need that money. That seems sucks. obvious. Mm-hmm. It seems obvious. Yeah. But here we are with so many people <laughs> who are in such terrible situations doing whatever they can to make money and struggling to stay low and overworking themselves causing burnout i feel like it's just one big cycle of working hard to get money and working hard to get money causes burnout and then you can't make money but now you're stressed because you can't make money and it's just a huge loop and i seriously have no idea how to get out of it i'm so sorry i wish i had advice for that i don't know either um i mean yeah i would say maybe i don't know i don't know how. well that's where it's a good point to reach out to the resources Mm Yeah. Um, and also millennials are like known for less like the therapy generation because they're mm-hmm. um, more likely to go to therapy. Um, and yeah, so they usually um, I think they seek it out more. And I think they're the ones who kind of got the ball rolling for that. Um, like as of late, I'd say, because it used like a few years ago, like it was still somewhat taboo to talk about mental health. Not only a few years ago, but, like, not too long ago. (laughs) Um, Mm. And now, like, it seems like everybody goes to therapy now. Yeah, mental (laughs) health has had a weird 
journey to mm-hmm. get to where we are. Because back in the day, I can see why there was such a big stigma around mm-hmm. it because for centuries, people with mental health issues, they, they would be, upon. they'd be looked be down upon, mm-hmm. they'd be locked up, they'd be tested on, they'd be killed. This was like, during the Holocaust, they were killed. During testing, they would have holes burned into their heads and electroshock to like test because people thought that they're crazy and mm-hmm. they're not human and it's okay. So, so many people, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the fear around mental health is being that outcast, yeah. being stuck in a mental health facility. Because mm-hmm. the, the worst word you can probably use with mental health is saying they're crazy. Yeah. The loony that's, bin. That's what. Some, that's a bad one. Yeah. Mental health, uh, mental hospitals. Um, they're in the loony bin. That's, you know. Yeah. Not. You have to be very careful yeah. with your language. Mm-hmm. When it comes to mental health, just because yeah. of this huge stigma. But I think they don't even use that word anymore. Which is so yeah. great. Mm. I think that's probably the best thing we've done. Mm. But, yeah, so I'm really happy because nowadays it's very common for celebrities. And I think every time a celebrity talks about it, mm-hmm. it gets better. Because they have such big influences and it, and they're role models. Celebrities talking about it does so much yeah. good for the community. And... Not only that, but I've been seeing it more on TV. I've been seeing it more on YouTube. People are doing whole uh, vlogging my therapy or watch us get therapy or what my first session was like. Mm -hmm. And they're getting views. And it's really great to see the community come together and Mm -hmm. see that you can be very open and honest. And it's not a bad thing anymore. It's normalized. Very much. (laughs) Because I think the problem with mental health is the real demon is the being alone Mm. and having no one help you having no one know that's why it's always said to find people to talk to people Mm -hmm. to you know be kind to others because mental health is in your usually in your head Mm -hmm. and you it is often suffer alone Mm -hmm. so many people who uh unfortunate things have happened to they they felt alone which is not something anyone should feel that's true which is why it's so great to see other people talk about it Mm because one person talks about their anxiety and it's like oh well someone else has it they're feeling the same way i do that's one more person i have instead of just myself Mm -hmm. so you could Mm -hmm. go to them for you know go to them listen to them be inspired by them i think it's less scary when you see others do it Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just talking it out just makes it even better. It doesn't necessarily have to be therapy, but like talking to someone who's willing to listen is huge. Yeah, or writing it down. Writing. Oh, it down yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just writing down like what makes you, you know, what your triggers are or why you're feeling this for way. For me, writing it out is really helpful because it helps take things inside of my brain and makes it a physical thing i can see i can look at i can it's tangible Mm -hmm. it's taking the intangible that's scary and making it tangible that i can work with i can see the paper and the pen and it's kind of relieving to see it all out even if it's ugly yeah but you know i don't think it's millennials that have the bad rep when it comes to mental health i wouldn't say so gen z also known as the anxiety the anxious generation oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're like, I'd say they're more open to talk about mental health and more likely 
And also, it's probably correlates because like they're one of the most affected. Yeah, it's. I feel like everyone these days has <laughs> their checklist mm. of problems. Mm-hmm. It's relatable. <laughs> so because of like what the millennials started, uh, the G- Gen Z they have like more diagnosis on mental health, but mm. they are saying that their health isn't good, and that's why they're being more open about it. Yeah. Um. So, like nine per- nine point seven percent of youth have like some sort of have like severe major depression, and this has increased over the years. Um. Why do you think that? Um. I think it's because the world is pretty sad. You're not wrong about that. I mean, how many literal disasters have we lived through? <laughs> Literally, too many. Even, too many. Even nine eleven happened in our time. Mm-hmm. Too many. It's like too yeah, many to it's, count. It's I, the world is a very great but scary place. Yep. I think there's all kinds of aspects when it comes to mm. the world. My biggest advice: don't listen to the news. Block that out. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're we're all just sunshining beings, I guess. Mm-hmm. No need to know what's happening. I mean, okay, be informed. <laughs> yeah, of be, course. Be informed. Mm-hmm. Do your own research, everybody. But, like, don't go out of your way to really stay on social media if it's oh, giving you. Oh, yeah, it's so bad for your mental health. Take a break mm-hmm. sometimes. Go out. Like, be one with nature. Um, you know what? I think I think we answered your question. I think the real issue has mm-hmm. been the internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gen Z was raised on the internet so not a good place (laughs) really not the internet is a scary place period um and i don't think you know young gen zers are pretty young still like should be on social media like i know there's some like 13 year olds um even even younger though like maybe 10 year olds already on social media they have some sort of um like twitter instagram tiktok huge well we used to get Mess. We used to get lectures in high school and for me middle school, mm-hmm. just about cyberbullying. Yeah, how big that is, how overwhelming it can be, and when it comes to the internet, you have everything at the reach of your fingertips. If yeah. a, a natural disaster or something terrible is happening across the world, you- you're gonna know about it every mm-hmm. single second of every single day. Yep. And the media loves to scare people <laughs> well i mean they're just saying the news but yeah i'd say they're no also i at think fault. they're being they're, they're all they're at fault i'd say they take stuff and they like to i mean it sells yeah they're doing their job clickbait oh. not, but like there's some serious stuff out there but like the, what the media is doing not the best media major <laughs> yeah i'm a journalism major i have to some you're like, part of the problem <laughs> whoops no but like it's i'd say it's like mainly mainstream media pretty much and even if it's not the news there's so many problems in just normal everyday life. social media it's because everyone has perfect photos perfectly filled it's not real everybody it's not real it's not real it's how hard is that to believe Mm -hmm. that's why to believe yeah that's why twitter is my go-to literally most toxic website um uh but like instagram's too fake for me like somewhat like even though there's like a lot of um mean people on twitter it's somewhat real 
Not it's, really. It's so impossible to so because you don't see it. You only mm-hmm. see the most perfect port yeah. parts or portions, and mm-hmm. some of those aren't even real. It's ones. not. It's edited. Well, you know I can't handle social. Yeah, you know I, know. I like never go on. It's just, just so much. Like literally, like just ten minutes scrolling, and I'm like, oh, it's a it's a lot to take. My in. life sucks. Mm-hmm. Everyone else's <laughs> lives is better. That's why, like Instagram, nah. Instagram's a hard one to be on. Well, that's why they the platforms have actually have been making a lot of moves mm-hmm. to combat cyberbullying. Like Instagram implemented not being able to see likes and mm. i heard they started to filter for negative comments or something like that really yeah i think oh. so it's a new thing it just came mm. out and when you look up hashtags under like um not great ones mm-hmm. not mentally healthy hashtags mm-hmm. they always put the hotlines on the oh, top, okay oh, that's which cool. i think is really great i really do you feel like the platforms have responsibility for the stuff that goes on on their platforms, like in terms of cyberbullying or cancel culture or just Ooh. bad mental health? Um, that's a good question. Because if There's all the problems some, are happening yeah. on social, yeah. what's their responsibility there? I guess when it's like, it's kind of difficult to whether like to see because there's some some threats out. Like a lot of people have gotten like death threats for doing Terrible. like like even like for cancel culture and stuff like when somebody does something wrong they get you know cussed out or there's Very death threats and it's insane and um i think there should be some sort of not really i don't want to say censorship censorship um mm, and that can but, get tough too yeah because it's just because that's what some people will take it as you know if like they're being censored if they can but it's it's just a tricky well, with all the kids on the apps too oh yeah i think like do not give children um 10 years or younger a phone an iphone mm. that's what i say you know it's kind of interesting too like these um like silicon valley uh te- big tech guys who have like kids like they won't let them touch like social media until like they're older I think that's away. just smarter. Yeah. Let let it where a kid can be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I wouldn't want social media growing up. No. I was kind of there, but kind of not. Yeah. I mean, how old were you when you had like your first social media account? Mm-hmm. Or like when you started like full time, like not full time, but like regularly going on social media. Uh, maybe fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think that's a decent age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're in high Have school. Have you ever been on uh, the other side of cyberbullying? Like being the one, being the cyberbully? Yeah. No, I <laughs> no. don't know. No, have no, you no, no, been no. cyberbullied before? No, you have? Uh, yeah. Oh my God, really? Yeah, it's not fun, but you learn how to use the block button. Mm, that's why it's there. Mm-hmm. The mute button also helps too. That's new. Well, yeah. But which also helps, though. And, like, there's some things, like, on Twitter, there's, like, certain... You can put in, like, certain words that come up on your timeline and use it as, like, a mute. So, if you don't want to see, like, X, you don't have to see it. I think YouTube, if you're a creator, you can also put on filters in your comments. But some people are saying that's, like, a bad thing because they can filter out all the, Mm. I don't know, information or bad comments. Like... Mm -hmm. 
manipulate the situation. But mm. that's not this topic. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but what's really great is that because of all this openness when it comes to mental health is so many more people are getting anxiety screenings and depression screenings, mm-hmm. which is great because I feel like the more tested, the better. Even if most of them are not positive, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's great to know. It's great to have that baseline. Yeah. I know, like, when I go to, like, the doctors, they usually ask you. That's also always, like, a question. But that's so easy to lie. I kind of don't like that. Really? I mean, you know. I trust my doctor. That's the difference. (laughs) Possibly. I have no connection to my doctor. (laughs) Okay. Maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I feel like it's just a piece of paper. And if you're younger and your parents are with you... I don't Ooh. think I would probably want to sit there and be like, mm-hmm. check, I'm doing <laughs> terrible, check. I don't know. Having Just having the conversation is such a big step. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because so many people, they avoid it and avoid it and avoid it because it's so comfy. It's really, it is. yeah. No one's lying here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not the best to talk about, but it's that's just a hurdle. Yeah, it's somewhat necessary, though. It's a necessary hurdle to get you through such tough times is mm-hmm. you have to go through it you can't mm-hmm. go around it mm-hmm. that's with most things that's how it is you can't just it really through. is but with mental health it's 100 percent on you mm-hmm. oh yeah we can honestly like somebody can tell you to do things but it's just it's on you to be i guess responsible in some Active. sense um and be yeah proactive about it and if there are people who've been saying like oh you know we're kind of worried about you um i guess just seek it out some way like you know ask for yeah help. you mm-hmm. if someone's like if there's like multiple people saying like you, you know we're a bit concerned um you know just keep that in mind um if you are avoiding talking about your feelings <laughs> i guess yeah, you gotta do the work. Mm-hmm. Mental health is so, I feel, strenuous. Yeah. You have Cause, to help yourself first. Yeah, because, like, when it comes to physical problems, like, if you get a cut on your arm, your arm heals it for you. Mm-hmm. If you have anxiety, it's your brain's all in your head, kind of. It, I yeah. know. It's like, yeah, like, that's it's in your head not i'm not saying like as as a bad thing but like it is in your mind and you can't and it won't just go away without active it's lingering it's always lingering which is um what's it called it's can be overwhelming oh yeah a lot of things can but it really is just one step at a time Mm -hmm. if every single day you're freaked out or full of anxiety Mm -hmm. is working on it that much worse than how terrible you're probably feeling Mm -hmm. just take the Mm -hmm. first step it's yeah you know what we should talk about any stress relievers or um that we use when we're feeling overwhelmed or stressed out that's like do you have any like go-to's healthy ones (laughs) yeah of course yeah just Mm. as honestly the simple things like what's your personal favorite healthy Mm. <laughs> you're stumping me there yeah um my favorite thing to do when i'm feeling not great is mm-hmm. i love reaching out to friends Ooh, because that's huge they're just so comforting they're so kind and they're your friends mm-hmm. they're they know you. you know they you they know you you know them mm-hmm. it's usually a good time and even if 
they can help you with the specific problem. Mm-hmm. Just being around them can distract mm-hmm. you for oh, however yeah. long you need, mm-hmm. which can be so great. What about yeah. you? Um, I have a lot. Um, if one That's thing good. doesn't work, um, there's others. But for me, I think the main thing is listening to music. Mm. It's I have like I have different playlists. We talk about that in our music episode. I have many playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's like I have like a happy song playlist. So like any song that I, that you know is like upbeat or you know makes me feel like happy, I'll put it in. And, um, yeah, so, like, listening to music, oh, deep breathing exercises, amazing. Especially if you're <laughs> feeling, you know, anxious or, um, you know, having a panic attack or, like, you know, spiraling in a sense. Um, panic attacks are not fun. It's not. It's really not. Um, yeah. Well, so how do like, you know when it's a panic attack? Um, well, there's two different types. There's an anxiety attack and there's a panic attack. Okay. I think uh, I think panic attack is more of like um oh, I don't want to get this wrong. I have to search this up real quick. No like, problem. Per- <laughs> I want to know. I'm curious. Yeah. Anxiety. Especially since it's such a big part of anxiety. Okay. Um so panic attacks usually occur without a trigger. So oh. Yeah. Um and anxiety uh attacks there is just like um a trigger. So, like, a certain, you know, feeling or situation um, that gets you really overwhelmed or something is anxiety attack. Panic attacks is pretty sudden, I'd say. Um, And anxiety attacks, it's, like, whatever your triggers are. And, you know, that turns out to be an episode, that sort of thing. Interesting. Interesting. What about, how do you, how do you get out of it? Like stop it is there a way to um like there's different situations um if it's like negative like i think anxiety most of it's like um negative it's um so there should be like some way to like combat it so if you're saying like what if i do really bad and like on this test or something what if i do bad on this that um you just flip it like what if i do well or you kind of have to just do a positive spin on it. Mm. And it's, again, these are things easier said than done. Um, but it, it takes some sort of practice. I wouldn't, like, also, like, try not to entertain these thoughts. And mm. because if this, what if this happens, then what if this happens? And then it's a cycle and Big it's spiral. not fun. So I think... Um, it takes some time, just, I think, um, I think just working on, like, that thinking helps. Definitely. Um, also, writing it out. Yeah, it it's like, it I, usually. It makes it real, you know. Plus, also, mm-hmm. for me at least, if you are running something in your mind over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again, having it written down gets it out of running in oh. your head. Mm-hmm. Now it's no longer running in your head. Now it's right here on paper. Mm-hmm. And so I was told. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, no, no. What were you told? Well, this one older lady, mm-hmm. lovely gal, mm-hmm. she once told me to write down everything I was freaking out about mm-hmm. and then burn the paper. And when I burned the paper, it, all my problems would be gone. <laughs> Did it work? I burned <laughs> that paper. That's uh-huh. for sure. 
I think it helped a bit. Okay. I think it, I've, I like seeing my problems burn. <laughs> okay, of course. Yeah. But I think it's definitely a, a temporary fix. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, so, you know, that can be somewhat, is it a coping skill? <laughs> I, I guess, know. Uh, I wouldn't say coping skill. It's a. It's a trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another uh, coping skill I have that I really like is breathing in fresh air and going outside. to the going park. Outside. Be one mm-hmm. with nature, like we said earlier. Be one with Not nature. Not one with nature. I, that's what I mean, like going outside. Because yeah, I, I think I a mean lot of these. Different. Yeah. Like I think a lot of like kids these days don't know what grass is. I think you're underestimating kids. Mm, are mm. they though? <laughs> let us know let's ask yeah. the audience mm-hmm. <laughs> when was the last time you went outside oh god without Rapunzel <laughs> that was a good scene that was a great movie I know the that mm-hmm. but no I just like the fresh air walking around the peace the silence mm-hmm. and just nowhere in the world to be but there mm-hmm. it's such a big world it is um, also, like with coping skills, meditation and like mindfulness um, helps a lot too. Um, just being mindful, like that also kind of goes in with the negative talk. So being mindful of what you're saying um, is important. Um, and like that can be a way to combat that negative thinking. And some there's also like negative self-talk. Um, with anxiety, it's like, oh, I'm not good enough, like that sort of thing. Uh, I suck. Um, mm. Those words, like you can say it out loud, but um, and it means nothing. But like, if you keep saying it to yourself, it takes a toll on you. Definitely. So you gotta combat. You gotta combat that negative self talk. And what you say, I think, is infinitely more impactful than what others say. Oh, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I could tell, for example, you, I could say. You're beautiful 10 trillion times for the rest of my life. But thank you. you know, <laughs> or is it an example? It was an example. Okay. All right. But you are. Oh, thanks. But mm-hmm. I could tell you a trillion times yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. But it won't make a difference to you until mm-hmm. you are ready to believe it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you love yourself. So you think you're beautiful because other people's words when it comes to, I feel like, mental health mm-hmm. takes a long time to really sink in because. Yeah. A lot of times people brush it off like, oh, you know, not really, or oh, I look like a slob, or oh, but you look better, or a, a trillion excuses. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in yourself because no one else can tell you what mm-hmm. to believe. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also, like, also hobbies, anything that makes you happy. Also, oh, yeah. Coping skill. Um, and then exercising. Clears your minds. Mm hmm. And it's just being healthy physically. And eating healthy, too. And eating healthy Mm -hmm. really does wonders on your mind. Mm -hmm. Because what you put in... It's what you get out. What you are. Yeah. (laughs) You are what you eat. In some ways. Mm -hmm. But just eating healthier, having a routine, working out, being open, being Mm -hmm. honest. It really does. Your mental health can sometimes follow your physical. So if you are slumping around in bed in the dark you probably that's not gonna be great for your mental health Mm -hmm. (laughs) good yes yeah yeah i wouldn't say that's pretty healthy for your mental health being cooped up yeah you gotta do things you gotta see stuff you Mm -hmm. have to even if it's like the most simple thing in the world like walk to your window Mm -hmm. 
I'm sure it's a very nice window. <laughs> yeah. All right. What other ones? Oh. Since we talked about burnout earlier mm-hmm. and jobs, do you think that the workforce has the responsibility to provide mental health aid and resources? Um, I think, like, if your job has, like, health insurance, provides health care, there's, I think, for most health insurance, they have, like, um, mental health um, facilities or, like, money for mental health. That's really great. Do you think yeah. the workforces should be more involved when it comes to their employees and their mental health? I Especially guess. Especially because a lot of it is rooted. Maybe, but also, is it on, like, how are, how is, like, the, um, job like the company's like supposed to know if like you're not saying anything like unless like it's well that's what i'm saying should they have maybe more programs or more ways to tell or a boss where you can come and tell them stuff yeah a place where it's just more open i guess maybe days off maybe have you like worked at places that have like mental health days like we'll let you Uh, I think one of them did. And I think they had, they would send us weekly emails about our mental health Mm -hmm. and they would make sure it's a priority. Mm -hmm. And then during the summers, they would give us summer Fridays, which means we got to leave early. And they would highly encourage taking your days off, Mm -hmm. going outside, reading books. Like they were very proactive when it comes to their employees being happy and healthy. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Yeah. So do you think more... um job should do that more companies um i think it depends on the career yeah i know mm-hmm. all careers can face burnout and mental health problems but mm-hmm. i think there really is some industries more prone yeah. that don't mm-hmm. care at all because there are so many people who complain how terrible their job is how terrible their boss is how there's, there's some like no high solution. stress there's like high stress jobs and you re- you can't really, you know, have, like, take a mental day, like, mental health day off. There's some jobs that, like, won't let you do that. Since, like, the semester starting soon for both of us, um, college students, um, they're, like, increasingly um, seeking help for mental health through their school. I know my school has, like, mental health services. I'm sure your school does. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important that uh colleges have those services um and i think like i like interviewed you about this like a couple months ago for um i think for an assignment so um it was kind of crazy to me like um it was interesting what you guys said like because i had to interview people about like um mental health and how um college students are like dealing with it so i spoke with my um mental health services and like they were really helpful and I didn't really know how many like like how much they were doing for the students and like I personally like didn't seek it out before so Mm -hmm. um so it's like a good service to have so if you are in college don't be afraid to go to them I'm pretty sure they're pretty open about it um so just check it out agreed I think everyone you know has a mental illness, so have fun with that, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think what I've noticed over this quarantine 
is that literally everyone has mental health issues. Not everybody's struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in, a, not in a negative way, but literally everyone that I know has had similar or worse concerns or problems or issues or things they need to talk about. And I think I try to take that to heart to know that so many people that I love are struggling. Like everybody you know or like? Sure. Everyone I know. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Literally, okay. Everyone you know Mm -hmm. mentally (laughs) health need help in some shape or form for uh, for some amount of time whether it be much shorter than you or much longer than you literally everyone i know in my personal life and i hope not but i feel an inkling that it's might be similar to yours i wouldn't say so not necessarily yeah too many people i know oh yeah everyone i know is in therapy everyone i know has (laughs) are you in therapy Are you in therapy? Okay. What is that? So you're good mentally healthy, would you say? No. (laughs) I'm part of that 60%. All right. Mm -hmm. But literally everyone could use therapy. Like, for real, all of y'all. Honestly, with, like, the smallest things, it doesn't hurt. I don't have any closing. Okay. Um, Yeah, so honestly, just if you are concerned or if there's people who have been um, concerned about you, um doesn't hurt to seek help it doesn't make you look weak at all um if anything you're crazy stronger than 60 percent of people because mm-hmm. <laughs> like i said that is not a fun conversation to have but mm-hmm. it's when you should yeah so if you are you know if i've like you know worried about your mental health just seek you know i don't want to say seek help no but like just you know reach out to other be people active. yeah mm-hmm. be proactive about it don't let it like Best don't right. put like your mental health like put it on the back burner it's not good right you should not put your mental health in the back burner if it's um really hindering you in your everyday life i would you know check it out all right i think we should wrap it up here Okay, you can join the discussion on Twitter at CusPDiscuss and Instagram at DiscussTheCusp. What will we discuss next time? Join to find out. Mm-hmm.